0: States have reopened, but COVID-19 looms large, threatening to keep consumers away. We're also gonna talk. The Snyder Cut. I'm Joe. I'm Josh. You've got questions? You're feeling grounded. You're feeling grounded. Alright. Is is that is that the intro we'll use?
1: That's fine with me. Yeah. And then we'll
0: do and then we'll do like the and then right at this point there will be like an intro. And then like with a, like a big screen you're feeling grounded like with the voiceover yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: welcome to feeling grounded with your hosts josh and joe
0: wow man you're looking good with that hair did you do your hair today oh uh yeah that's that's all bedhead
1: <laughs> yeah, just is, rolled out this morning. And, this is a uh, uh,
0: this is certainly yeah. bed. This is certainly bed beard. Every time I put the mask on and then take it off, it's just like.
1: No, oh, I know it's which, bad. It's rough stuff. It's it rough. makes
0: it makes me look, uh, you know, from uh, like a mountain man from the, the, the neck up. Mm, nice, nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, well, 2021 is kind of the big year of change for me and for, for my life. So it's. Yeah. it's not, I thought it would grow the hair out. I haven't had it this long, honestly, since gosh freshman year of college i think yeah how many years ago was that like six years ago that
0: was uh 2013 2014 something like that yeah and we were living like right across the hall from each other and we did not say too many too many words to each other until sophomore year that's right true Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah 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 and i'm growing the beard out i'm trying this weird thing where like the chin is longer than the sides
0: Oh, that's kind of like a Ewan and McGregor Obi Wan type of look. Like oh, the go, yeah. the goatee was yeah. longer, but uh-huh. every every other side was shorter. I tried that for a little bit, and mm-hmm. then uh, what I'm doing right now is the year challenge, year duh challenge. I don't know mm-hmm. if the mic is picking up year duh. Yeah,
1: that's good.
0: <laughs> Sorry for the people lis- just listening. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I'm growing it out. I'm. I'm on a good, uh, I started January 15th, so okay. it's going on two months right now, just a little bit over by the end, by December, it's, I'm going to get like a good six inches out of it. Mm,
1: nice. There um,
0: go. and then once hopefully masks are off, it'll be nice and well-groomed for the whole day. Yeah, would be good.
1: Yeah. No, I know. I hate what masks do. It's just like, makes it all nasty. Yeah.
0: Though this I have not really, the, um... what, go ahead what
1: i was gonna say you should do the uh the man bun i
0: i've I've tried it a little bit it's um (laughs) yes i don't have any i'm i'm obviously not a girl to last i've checked i don't have any of those like hair ties right right i'll send you some all right i'll make make it well i'm getting my haircut next tuesday Mm. so if it comes before then i'll I'll just pick one off, off the street or something. They're always oh, yeah, there. It's just idea. like socks, which, by the way, <laughs> socks. Why is it that there's only one sock that you see on the street? Like, where'd the other one go? You know? <laughs>
1: the sock monster took it.
0: Well, probably probably the socks that you lose in the washing machine or dryer, respectively, um, that's where they go. They, like, immediately go to the street. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Just get sucked out and tossed into the, into the outdoors.
0: Into, into the void, (laughs) like a black hole.
1: Love it. Love it. But going back to haircuts, I was looking up things for this podcast because I was wondering if like when you made the Instagram or whatever, uh, which you should follow us on Instagram. What's the, what's the
0: channel called again? What's our page? Channel is called feeling grounded podcast. Just one word, feeling grounded podcast.
1: Yeah. So to follow us. Um, Anyway, so I was looking for that and I saw this picture of you. Okay. And it was like the slickest haircut I've ever seen. And I don't know if it was like posted on like a, like a, if you got like went to a barber and you got this Yes. Nice,
0: uh, yes. Uh, that was immediately, it was immediately after the haircut. And what happened was, I think the person had like their own social media account for haircuts specifically. And okay. then do you, th- she was like, do you want me to like take your picture for Instagram? And I'm like, uh, 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 oh, okay. <laughs> it, it's like Drake and Josh. Whoa. Just take it easy, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> deep Whoa. Just take it easy woman. Um, but, uh, she was very nice. Like I would love to see her again, although it's been since quarantine since I've gotten right. the haircut, I'm sure she's right. left that place maybe, but, um, yeah. I I kind of find it awkward because basically where you are at, at the haircut place, it's like the front of the store. People are walking in and they just see you with like your fresh cut Mm. and like, you're just awkwardly like just smiling, like just cheesing at, (laughs) while other people kind of look all disheveled and they're looking at you with like, if looks could kill, I want that haircut. (laughs) I I get kind of like, this is just me. I feel like I don't look as good right after a haircut because I feel like they just, they they don't know me. They don't know the way I style. So yeah, when I go into it or sorry, come out of the haircut, Mm. I kind of in my car, I don't want to fix my hair until like, I feel like I have the immediate privacy Mm. and it's always right outside of the haircut place. I kind of like tweak it a little bit and it looks okay. But then you get Mm. some some hair like on your neck and it gets all itchy. itchy.
1: itchy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I have been for those exact reasons why I've been cutting my hair again since since college. Get a little, you know, the, the, the clippers and go all the way around, do that undercut thing, trim the beard, scissor the top. Which is a fun thing. <laughs>
0: scissor the top? All by yeah. yourself?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it wet and then I like comb it over and then I uh-huh. like cut it and kind of layer it back, and then I do the other side. Huh. And then it, it works. doesn't trick because I, I like it, like the way it looks. You know. We should
0: open up a haircut place when we retire.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, we should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can call it "Feeling Grounded," the
0: barbershop.
1: <laughs> and we bucks. just
0: do episodes every single day because of the fact that we're just always together.
1: Love it, love it. There we go. Do you want to talk a little bit about our background, Joe? So yeah, so Joe and I are good friends. We uh, we met in college. Yeah, like our, our sophomore year. We're the same, I think we're the same age, right? When's your
0: birthday? Oh,
1: you probably shouldn't say.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm 71, but I look great. <laughs>
1: hey, me too. So it works. Look at that. Yeah, way back when, when we were in school in the, in the 50s. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Here's to those old days, pal.
0: Yeah, which, by the way, what are you, uh, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking coffee.
1: It's a, it's a Costco coffee through a Hamilton Beach coffee maker.
0: Mine is from Target. Um, I see you got the dad mug because Josh, for all we know, uh, you know, he's, he's a dad, I might be. Lo- loving dad. Yeah. Um, I am drinking, yeah, the Target coffee out of my Bob Ross mug. You know, you got the Ooh. Bob Ross painting and it, uh, you know, it shows the artwork. What does it say right here? Um, uh, happy, happy Little Accidents. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't make mistakes. We nope. have happy oh, yeah. accents. That's actually not my favorite Bob Ross quote. My favorite one is, You ever make mistakes? Let's make them birds. Yeah, they're birds now. <laughs> or, my, or no, my favorite is, you know, of course, in every single episode, sometimes he doesn't do it, which kind of kills me inside. Mm. He like takes the brush and whacks it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Just, you know, beat the, beat devil, the, out it, beat the devil out of it. Just beat the
1: devil out of it. <laughs> it goes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, remember when you came to our house and we watched it? Like we just binged Bob Ross. He binged Bob
0: Ross. Bob, Bob Ross. Bob Bob Ross. <laughs> Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Bob Ross.
1: And that uh, was really nice. That was really nice because I I hadn't seen it, seen him in like years. It's, I, I, apparently,
0: it was, it's all on YouTube. Every single episode, from what I, yeah. from what I oh, see on
1: Amazon, right? I think it was on Amazon Prime, you know, which I think
0: They got uh, on Prime like, too. It's time for Happy
1: Crappy. Sorry, crappy first.
0: Yeah, let's start a crappy. Uh, you know, start with the bad and then end with the good. All right, so a crappy that I had was yesterday. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you. You know when you make scrambled eggs? You mm. crack the egg in the pan, which is what I usually do. Mm. And then just a little itty-bitty shell is is in there with the rest of the egg I ruined it <laughs> but i usually put three eggs in there so not one not two but all three like little itty bitty shell. and i just don't like chewing on a shell and the mystery of whether you're going to chew it or just swallow it or not so i'd like trying yeah. to fish it out is always fish the hardest part because in that circular pan it just it go, always goes back in
1: yeah, because of the, the, the egg whites, it's so snotty. It's like hard to like get your finger on it to like. Never gonna it,
0: look you know? at it the same way again. It's snotty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I've been there many times, many times. Almost every morning we make eggs, which is nice. Speaking oh, of, we, we do instead of right in the pan, I do a bowl first, and then I go. I do, but
0: I don't. I don't really want to waste the bowl. You know, bowls. You know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've brought it on myself. Actually, no, I would rather. Put it in the pan. I, I should count myself lucky because if I put it in the pan, I feel like it's almost harder to fish it out mm-hmm. because the the yellow part of the egg, orangey yellow, kind of covers it up. Uh, like, Where did the, it go? The,
1: <laughs> the, the orangey yellow part of the egg. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So that's your crappy, right? Getting shell on your scrambled eggs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You give me your crappy.
1: Sometimes I forget that it's in there and then I'll, I'll find it out when I'm eating it. <laughs> like in my mold. That's the like, thing.
0: I <laughs> have to fish it out. Like it's OCD.
1: Yeah. yeah. Do you? All right. Well, my <laughs> crappy is kind of similar to my happy. Okay. So maybe I'll say my crappy and then go right into my happy.
0: Yep.
1: Cool. Packing. I hate packing. So the happy is that we got an offer accepted. And home and we're moving which is really cool so packing is a nightmare so there's yeah. boxes everywhere it's like hard to live in the house because there's boxes all over the place mm-hmm. um but it's good it's good yeah, it's tough really
0: good. to take a look at all of those boxes too
1: yeah you never realize how much stuff you have so you have to shove it all into cardboard boxes
0: are you taking like a u-haul or are you getting like a moving company we're getting a pod
1: one of those big pods okay putting it in the Tesco to storage unit because there's going to be a little bit of a layover time. Cause we're okay. getting the home, uh, probably won't close until the summer. Actually. Okay. We we'll have to move out of this one at the end of this month.
0: You're so not moving terribly good. far, right? I remember you were telling me a, a week or so ago.
1: That's not too bad. It's like 20 minutes, 25 minutes out East.
0: That's fortunate. That's really fortunate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It worked out. It worked out. We're very, very happy. And a uh, bigger home. So oh, three times the size of this one, which is awesome.
0: Um, I'm sure when the summer hits, uh, I'll be checking out that house too. Yeah. Like yeah. laying uh, making my mark. That'd be awesome. Making your mark. <laughs> yeah, How do you yeah. make a mark so like, in a house? How marking, do you make- yeah.
1: I just I this is where my brain went. I, I want you <laughs> to, in a corner. Like, <laughs> making your, making
0: your mark. For people just listening to this, just visualize that what you will. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that would be nice. Like like a little puppy <laughs> when he enters his home for the first time, his happy uh, yeah, the yeah. happiest day of their life, and then they just <laughs> out of nervousness because they're in a new situation make their mark. They make their mark. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's another thing that could be happening soon. So I I've wanted a pet. Yes! Ever,
0: ever. I okay. told you.
1: Yeah. But Claire, she's always kind of my wife. She's always kind of against the idea of a pet, but recently at her office that she works at, somebody brought in puppies and she played with this puppy and she was like, immediately fell in love.
0: Now, what type of puppy was this?
1: It was a lab mix yes. with a, something a like Big Dog. Classic,
0: It's um, one I've got too. Great Dane, I
1: think. So it was okay. like lab mix and Great Dane, but okay. it, looked, it just looked like a lab, it was so cute. Mm-hmm. So, and she like fell in love with it and sent me all these pictures and like, we're getting one. So.
0: Is, that, is, is that the one she wants? Or no, is it...
1: just because it's too big. She wants a lab, which I So understand. she's
0: gonna get the you guys are gonna get a lab after you move.
1: Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be a little while still cool. once the, the babies are a little bit bigger, but yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Got Same. it on the horizon. Let me come too so I can help pick.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. You'll be there. <laughs> All right, Joe, what's your happy?
0: Oh, okay. So one thing I have been trying to do desperately, um especially during Lent time. Is to be more encouraging to people. You know how some people in Lent kind of uh, give up things, uh, or they can even add things. In this instance, I'm basically trying to be more of uh, an adding, uh, adding, trying to be encouraging in multi- in different facets of my life. So, what did I try to do? This was about a week ago. Yeah, um, went into Duncan drive-through uh, just because I was pressed for time, but I just felt called to you know just pay for the woman behind me. I didn't I didn't know what she was. Uh, what she was ordering, you know, it could have been like, you know, a whole smorgasbord, a plethora, uh, a jubilee of items. But basically, she only ordered a nice coffee. I was like, oh, well, uh, at least it'll be, you know, a pleasant surprise. Uh, so I did that, but I didn't want to get any recognition for it. So uh, basically, the, just visualize like the tightest turn into like a downhill from the drive through after i paid for the person the person's behind me they pull up and i'm like i have to like go as fast as i can so they can't see me i want to be like a mystery figure in this person's life uh and lo and behold they did not see me though i will admit i did go the way out of the parking lot that i wasn't i went through the entrance just because oh. i wasn't thinking
1: yeah yeah yeah. Right
0: there. no one can no one came in so you know i was okay I didn't good. make anybody else angry that I know of. Uh, but yeah, that's my happy. Very
1: nice. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I love when people do that. It's it's uh, it's a good feeling. I used I to do I, that.
0: I think I remember you did that when I came to Long Island, maybe about a
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I like to do when we were we, when we
0: were in there, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love to do that at Chick-fil-A because people there are just so good. So whenever I go into Chick-fil-A drive through, I like to pay for the people behind. It's good. Oh yeah. It's a good feeling. It's a great thing to do. Kindness. It's like the, the pay-it-forward thing. Anyway. <laughs> Joe, you're in London.
0: It's time for the news. Time for the news. <laughs> All right. So what I really wanted to talk about... Um, Basically, this is a year after uh, COVID-19 basically changed all of our lives, Um, whether for it be for the worse or uh, for the better. Um, It was a a big reset uh, for a lot of people. I'm sure we're going to like some personal accounts in a little bit. But from what I understand, an an article that I had taken a look at, um, you know, many states have reopened, such as, you know, Iowa, Texas, uh, Mississippi. Those were the first states to fully reopen but at the same time even in these states what we've gathered is gathered is that you know people are still fearful to you know go outside and resume normal lives you know right i don't know what do you think about that
1: i think that's it's interesting it's interesting um you know oftentimes we, we see that and it it's cool. It's, it's, we, we come from like this different demographic, you know what I mean? Where for me, cause you know, we're only 20 somethings mm-hmm. we're young and pretty fit, I'd say. <laughs> no no conditions, all that stuff. So I feel like the people that I know and like the friends that I'm with, is the, the, the fear is kind of starting to, to disappear. You know yeah. know? I feel like a lot of people are getting more more comfortable again with their lives and, and like wanting all this stuff to end. Um, but I know that you know people much older than me, you know, the elderly, so on, they're they are still afraid and, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's just it's interesting. Yeah, and I'm curious to see like how you know what the stats say, you know, with, with these states that have opened up completely. Um, so I'm curious what the article says.
0: Yeah, I've got some uh, some data here for you. So from what I understand, about 40 million people at this point in time, and that's only about 12% of the population of the United States um, Mm. has been vaccinated, both shots. They've they've, they've waited the two weeks after, so they're okay. This is according to CDC data, but only 12% of the population. So to think about it, basically when the herd immunity comes out from what I understand that's when, you know, people can start taking off masks and basically resuming normal lives. They said about 75% of the population um, has been vaccinated. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, I think that's what I read too. I mean, from what I also saw, about only 73 million people have been vaccinated. So that's, or no, 73 million people have gotten their first shot. That's what I've heard. And that's only 22%. So give it another uh, week two weeks and you know that percentage is going to rise up exponentially Yeah, uh, and, and and I've only gotten my first shot too I get it in a roughly a week too nice that's great that's great
1: yeah the um, and I think actually even since this article is done that's surpassed I just read yesterday two days ago that's actually even almost 100 million now or it is 100 million so 100. it's gone up even since
0: for that first oh. shot
1: that first shot yeah so it's good. So it's good. So that's like, I don't know, 30% of population, or
0: Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. And, you know, we're know we on first day of spring, you know, for a lot of, st- I mean, it's done state by state. Like, for example, Rhode Island, they're still in that six, uh, 55 or 65 and older. Right. Um, so they they might be a little bit behind the times um, mm-hmm. in rolling it out. Yeah. Um, but by the time we release this, uh, this episode, it might even be, uh, different. Yeah. I'm All sure right. we'll put the date up. Um, uh, but anyway. We're here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So what, what more about this, uh, this article do you want to talk about?
0: Well, this is something that I found kind of interesting and this kind of puts up in some ethical, uh, dilemma about if we should do this or not. Mm. So, since our shutdown back last March, you know, research has found that about you know 60% of a decrease in consumer traffic, um, like since then. So people going out and basically living their lives and buying things, uh, basically not going this whole stay at home, um, stay at home fashion that I know I, my, I myself have done. Mm-hmm. Um, but about 10% of that is interesting, is attributable to shelter in place orders. Oh, wow. So I find that really, really interesting. Um, and I'm gonna actually segue, this is kind of related. The reason that they found this percentages is the way they track that is because of people's cell phone data. Oh. And I kind of want to get your thoughts on, you know, you know, we have this data right here. Mm-hmm. But do the ends justify? Gun. Did did the ends justify the means? Should we have even done it through this fashion? Was there even another way?
1: Uh, so they what, they took information from people's cell phones to see like where they were, if, like how they're shopping, or like how they're spending their time. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. don't I don't know
0: where they, where they exactly did this, or if this is just on average in the United States. But still, like the mm-hmm. the problem still lies
1: um right well you know me I think that um privacy is really important to me I know yeah. it definitely is and it's, it's a hard thing to kind of find you know in the tech world because little everything is is online nowadays everything is is, is out there mm-hmm. and you know you just look at like your um all of the things that you allow the information like oh, I'm forgetting the word for it now like in your notifications and then when you like agree like a you
0: know what I'm talking about you know what word that is um, the only words that came up were pop ups. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like in your settings, like the stuff that you like. Oh, I was wow. so
0: invested in what you were saying, Josh. I, I just. Know, right? How about it? that?
1: How about that? Yeah, because, like, well, everything, like, everything uses your camera, everything uses your location, like that. And then that's where they got, you know, the fact that um, people, like, just random apps will, like, ask for your location. Like, <laughs> so you never really have privacy as long as you have this smartphone that's with you. So yeah and i think i don't i don't know i kind of disagree with that mm-hmm. but I, you know, I i understand like people using that information because you a lot you know when you click on those agreements you say yeah that's okay mm-hmm. you can use my stuff yeah i feel like people don't quite understand like what that means yeah right? what you
0: yeah it's interesting that you said about the whole tracking thing when i was at dunkin donuts maybe three years ago i'm always bringing it back to duncan i guess <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, and I, and I was with a friend, we were just talking and I, and he was like, where are you going next Joe?" Uh, and I said, oh, I'm going uh, to my folks place. And that's all I said. The cell phone was like right in front of me on the table. And then when I went into my car, my phone just, it said, pop up, uh, ready to go to like, and they had my address ready to go. And that is not where I was living. I was just going right. to visit them. Right. And It's listening. And I don't like that. No. And um, whether it be through like advertisements, like I just don't want it to know where I'm going just based on what I've said. It's uh, yeah, 1984, I'm sure. And I'm sure we'll have this uh, discussion quite a lot. Of course, I'm a big fan of privacy too. Um, Mm. Obviously, in that case, it wasn't harmful to me, but um, in in none of those cases, it was harmful to us uh, showing that data. But it's like, where does it end?
1: Mm -hmm. I know. And that's the thing. That's the thing. People, um, will agree to these, uh, you know, these apps and all this stuff that, that, that kind of give all of our personal information out and it's constantly out there. And, you know, people buy and sell it, they're crazy. Um, and I think, and that's it. I think people just don't quite realize like, what it is that they're, they're clicking when they agree to the terms and yeah. you know, all that stuff. Um, yeah, so I, we kind of needed a, a little bit of an awakening in that regard, I would think, just because we, we do have this important this right to our privacy. Mm-hmm. And so that should always be cherished and understood mm-hmm. the importance of that.
0: Yeah. Is there a better way that we could have actually gotten this data?
1: I mean, you could have just pulled, just asked people, you know, have yeah. you been shopping since, you know, in your free time? Or are you afraid of, uh, of COVID? Yeah. You know, so there's other ways of doing it, but I guess maybe if they, because, yeah, because we agree to it. We say, yeah, it's okay. You can use our information. So then yeah. they say, oh, okay, well, you know, we got the clear. We can mm-hmm. use But data. there's so
0: much that they can put in those terms of service that yeah. we just gloss over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they put the accept button right at the bottom before you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so that's crazy. I'm interested about that, Don. That makes sense. Because so then if 10% of, you know, people... is because of the stay at home order that they're not going out so then the other 50 percent has to be a matter of fear i would think people are just worrying about you know getting sick and it's understandable i guess Mm um yeah but it's just so interesting because obviously our economy wasn't wasn't built to not be you know utilized and for people to go out and buy things that's kind Mm -hmm. of our whole thing Mm -hmm. so you know and we're seeing it in our daily life i see it constant every day is mm-hmm. that are closing and all that stuff and it's difficult
0: but yeah go, go, it is. Pull through, pull through. i think we will too i think there will be some change uh coming around uh if not the end of this year then the beginning of the next yeah i think so. It I seems think so, so far, far away, away but
1: you're starting to see the light you know?
0: mm-hmm. yeah it seems so far away but it's 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 coming we, this 2020 year went by actually so quickly
1: yeah yeah. feel bad Joe what would you want to talk about your quarantine experience like what was 2020 like for you?
0: Well, I would have to say that uh I'll, I'll keep it as broad as possible, but you know for those four months uh you know working online uh, was fantastic you know I was with my folks for quite a while uh, during that time um, and, you know, after a while, you, you get sick of people, but at the same time, like, you know, you're there and you're safe with them. Um, but then afterwards, you know, move to a different location uh, has been probably the best part of quarantine. You know, I, you know, basically it was a reset for me. And, mm. you know, I didn't like certain parts of uh, where I was uh, Previously in quarantine, so I was able to regroup and uh, collect my thoughts, um, and just feel better internally before going uh, and braving a new job, new place. Right. How about you, man? Yeah,
1: it was it was a tough year, Um, but it had a lot of good things too. You know, it was really nice being home, being home with with the kids and with with my lady. Um, The fact that she was too. Was, was really nice, um, so we just, every day, we would just spend so much time together, And you know, it was a really big gift, especially for her, since she was pregnant with the twins at the time, she really didn't want to do much of anything except, you know, <laughs> you know uh, relax and, and eat and all that stuff, which which was great, it was a good, a very good, good thing for us, but the hard part was those, those financial difficulties, you know, because mm. both of us basically lost our jobs, um, I went so part-time that, like, I went, I got like a 10th of what I normally make mm. and Claire, same with her. And then all this stuff happened with the twins mm. and the, the health problem that she had. So it was, it was tough. It was tough. It was a difficult time, but you know, a lot of help came along the way. People just out of the blue helped us pay our mortgage and helped us with food and helped us with all these things. And it was, you know, when I look back at it, I, I see it as a good thing. It was a really good time and lots of gifts and lots of quality time and, uh I think a lot of people can kind of say that and and it's a hard thing to say because you know people were suffering and it was a really rough time but I feel like the average person like started to realize their priorities you know and and realize the importance of uh their family and Mm -hmm. the importance of um being present in community and friendships and Mm -hmm. and all that stuff because now you know we went so long without that that like Mm -hmm. it's the one thing that a lot of people are really crazy you know. like mm-hmm. i'm excited for this summer now of this bigger house and like it has to be out outside and mm-hmm. just have friends over you know do barbecues and hang out with the kids and all this mm-hmm. stuff i'm very very excited so and i think it'll it'll be good in the summer
0: mm-hmm. has claire been vaccinated
1: she, she has been yeah. she has been okay she has been. i haven't been yet i want to be but i'm running into some issues because mm-hmm. i'm not really i think i qualify because i'm
0: sort of a teacher
1: I don't have like an ID, so I think if I use a piece, that, I
0: can. But. Oh, yeah, for sure,
1: right? Yeah, so I have to get on that. But yeah, she had she, she got both of them. She got Moderna, Moderna, and she the first shot was good, second one, she definitely had some symptoms. Yeah,
0: um, I'm getting Pfizer, so basically, yeah. the way it goes, uh, Put Pfizer, yeah, Pfizer. Um, I feel like you get less from what I heard, less symptoms that way, but. I'll probably have to just stay cautious anyway, maybe stay at home on that Friday. Yeah, that's probably
1: uh, a good idea. Yeah. Like she had she she got chills really badly. She was she shivered for like two days.
0: The chills and the, started... the chills and the aches are the worst for me. I don't care about a cough or anything yeah. like that. Um, I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. At least my body would be comfortable. But if I get aches and chills, that's that's overboard for me.
1: Yeah, word, feel you. Yeah, yeah. So that's what it was like.
0: Yeah, I think that having a message of hope uh, for a lot of people, because certainly over the course of the summer, people were very bitter because of the shelter-in-place orders that had taken place. People were angry and locked down, and maybe in a sense, they're maybe still and have a lot of financial difficulties. So seeing that silver lining has been uh like because we all have because you said financial difficulties too and, and i know we've all had that to a certain extent so having that silver lining and being able to see the positivity and that um getting that message out there is very very important because there is something good coming out of this i can feel it yeah
1: exactly you know i mean hopefully we'll see a big boom again once everything is back to normal everything opens up again everyone can can get their jobs and and do what they got to do and 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 realize again that a priority shift of, of what they have to do with their life and um yeah that they get motivated and can can do that yeah, yeah. so i think it's good i think it's good it's it's really good it's a hopeful future i feel good i'm, I'm ready for the some things to hopefully start opening up and to, to be good
0: yeah well we've got no sponsors so let's go right into
1: uh this is where it would go (laughs) and if you want to
0: (laughs) please the future is inevitable but let's travel back in time so right now it's uh march 21st right okay by the time we're filming this so the first day of spring was Yesterday. yesterday first full day is today
1: i don't know how that works
0: yeah because whenever i've heard like oh it's not the first full day of spring but it's the first day like i've heard that before i don't know if i don't know
1: what's it is this the equinox or is that different what's the spring one let me look the it spring up spring equal equinox all i know is that google had a thing on the homepage. So that's how, that's how I knew it was the first
0: day. Of spring. So, first full day of spring happens to be March 20th. In 2021, the spring equinox occurs on March, uh, sorry, March 20th, uh, Saturday. This event marks the astronomical first day of spring in the Northern Hemisphere.
1: Nice. And I feel it today, or where I am, it's 60 degrees mm-hmm. and
0: sun. Yeah, there wasn't a cloud in sight from what I saw. Beautiful. And Beautiful. that Beautiful. is not. That has not been seen for millennia, it feels like.
1: Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this this was a long winter. But the, um, okay, so today, March 21st.
0: So on this day, I've got, uh, well, we have three different events that, uh, both in music, sports, and history, that have really, uh, I think, uh, are really important uh, dates um yeah, and yeah. i have
1: some too actually joe I, I found like two extra ones that i really want to share oh history. seriously
0: yeah give me one give me one
1: all right so yeah so what, you said music sports and history right yeah so on this day in history of like of those things yeah. so the first one that i saw i'm going to just read you this real quick okay so 2004 <laughs> 2004 ozzy osborne do you remember him
0: <laughs> yeah i actually saw black sabbath live back in
1: 2013. Yeah. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Every single word out it. of his
0: mouth was an F word.
1: Yeah, I know. Literally. Literally. He's, he's one you, of those people that, like, you just can't understand him when he talks. <laughs> this is what it said. So, in 2004, so a long time ago, I was like nine, I think. So, we probably were like nine or 10. Mm-hmm. Ozzy Osbourne was named the nation's favorite ambassador, okay, to welcome aliens to planet Earth. So the 55-year-old singer came top of a poll as the face people want to represent them to alien life. <laughs> the poll of internet users was carried out following the discovery of signs of water on moons, and Ozzy won 26% of the vote and a sp- spokesperson for Yahoo news at the time said as the world waits desperately for signs of alien life we decided to ask our users who they thought was best suited for their most auspicious of roles. Ozzy is a great choice, but I'm not sure that the Martians would make of his individual approach to the English language.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine?
1: So he's the face of America, if we have if aliens ever come.
0: <laughs> for America, and he's British. <laughs> yeah. Just for starters.
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's wow. bad.
0: Who would you be volunteering?
1: Wow. To speak to, be to the alien face?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh my goodness. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I'd have to to think about that.
0: Because here you have Ozzy Osbourne. You just put him in front of Martians or Alien Life or whatever the heck. (laughs) And this is a representation of all of humanity. Humanity.
1: Right? Isn't that funny? (laughs) I don't know. Jordan Peterson. (laughs)
0: i'm gonna try my jordan peterson impression so if he happens to not be available i'm sure they have multiple people all right so the way that we do a jordan peterson impression uh of course he's canadian right uh so he sounds a little bit like kermit the frog for starters um and instead of like he he rolls his l's instead of saying lack it's lack Mm, yes and instead of like complicated it's complicated like he uses like the o sound yeah, that was really all right. Good. So, so give me a sentence, Josh. Um, well, you we could say it's complicated
1: how there is a lack
0: mm-hmm.
1: of pizza in my fridge.
0: You know, so the it's it's complicated. You know, it, it's not easy because there's a there's a, a significant lack of pizza. So yeah he also he also does like a like a at, at the end of his sentence okay yeah it's complicated Let, let's see you do it josh like oh, oh, kermit, okay. kermit the frog please oh, okay.
1: please do it please do it i'm so bad at uh, impressions uh, okay i'll go it's
0: complicated
1: My he's <laughs> <laughs> cracked like in the middle of that
0: <laughs> it, it was that's a really good start it, it, hey, it, can, hey. it can work
1: I can't. I can't do any accents. I've. I or any impressions. I'm so bad. I'm like the worst person.
0: The impression. No, it's complicated. It's. It's it's not. It's not easy. All
1: right. How about that? (laughs) So, what about what about you? What about you, Joe? Got any music? All right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. So, for for a lot of people that know me, this is actually really really important. From what I saw, on this day, March twenty one. So, the Beatles. Uh, If anybody knows me, I'm a huge Beatle fan. Like Josh's wife is a big fan of the Beatles. Uh, And so is Josh too. Um, Mm -hmm. This was the first appearance, March 21st. The Beatles' first appearance at the Cavern Club in Liverpool. About a year and a half ago, I was in Liverpool. I actually got to visit the Cavern. So let me like share my screen right here. And I'm going to show you how small, how tiny this club actually is. Because It is insane how many people that you can actually fit inside of that because it's underground. It's underground. Um, All right. Share my screen. We're on Zoom, people. So if anybody is getting PTSD from Zoom, you know, you got this to go for you. Um, So take a look at here. You have John Lennon on the right, right here. Uh Can you see that right there? Yeah, yep. it's muted too. You got Paul in the middle, and then you got George, and then you got Ringo, who was recently added to the band. This is in 1962, the mm-hmm. year that they actually started uh, in the Cavern Club was actually 61, uh, and they had a different drummer. You know, his name was Pete Best. That's right. Uh, yeah. And he was famously, or infamously, you know, kicked out of the band. Uh, yeah. You know, John uh, said that he couldn't hold any rhythm at all. Uh, and I've, and I've listened to a little bit of that. It's, uh, it's, it's not the best, you know, it's it's, it's not the best. It's complicated, (laughs) uh, complicated, (laughs) uh, you got, you got John on the right. Ringo's in the back at this point. It's, it's August. So they've been playing this club for a little over a year. So basically the whole amount of quarantine time, if not a little bit more, um, for how long we've been uh, in this uh, stay-at-home time, this corona time. Paul's in the middle uh, right here, and he eventually, when they would upgrade their stage persona, they've got their suits right now, but they used to be in leather jackets, you know. Right, right, that's right. Girls would like it. Paul would eventually move to the side, George in the middle. Mm -hmm. And you see he's kind of like hunched over to the side right here. Maybe that's because there's not a lot of room, but he's very... Uh, Unquiet, uncomplicated—that was his persona. You know, you got John being the smart one. You got Paul being the, uh, you know, the, the cute one, as they say. You know, wiggling his hips. He's like right there. He was wiggling his hips. It's hilarious. Uh, and yeah, then, it's and it's then, so
1: fun to see their the differences in their, their like physical appearance. Because, yeah. yeah. yeah like, you know, and,
0: uh, and they just started to grow out. You know, their mop tops at this point in time. Mm. It was. Uh, I remember I had a mop top. You, you and I both had mop tops in uh, in college, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, and I think,
1: it was the the, the pomodors, right? The slick back.
0: Yeah, slip slick back and Ringo had that, like he was the latest out of all of them to like keep right. the pompadour. He even had a beard too, like as long as like you and as long as yours wow. uh, for the band previously. Mm-hmm. And the thing is with Paul being relegated to the side the reason that they kept they didn't keep Paul in the middle that often Mm. is because you know he's a lefty George is a righty and their guitars probably probably would bang against each other right there um which I find so incredibly hilarious because their first (laughs) album was probably recorded yeah it was recorded in 62 a little bit uh after this point in time of this performance and um Uh, by this point in time, they did a lot of covers uh, and they recorded a lot of what would be their first album in Britain, Please Please Me. Mm. Uh, You know, you got songs like I Saw Her Standing There, you got Twist and Shout, you know, from Ferris Bueller, Please Mm. Please Me, of course. Uh, But then a lot of uh, a couple covers here and there. And they recorded that album in like 12 hours Mm. because they were just, they had such high energy. That's actually not my favorite album by them not, not by any stretch because you have so many covers. I like all originals. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I am. Uh, so that's me with that one. I don't know if you got any extra thoughts or if Claire's there, she could. <laughs> no, that's great, man.
1: That's great. Yeah. Is this, was this their first like big game that they had? It wasn't though, right? It they was...
0: played in Germany in Hamburg, and Hamburg right. and basically the way that I remember hearing about it when I toured, uh, th- what did they do? Uh, they like slept behind in Hamburg, like a movie theater screen, you know Mm. what I mean? As, as I see the one, two, three, four right here. Uh, and that's really like where they grew up, John Lennon said, because they're on their own, uh, left their family in order to like get better. Mm. And even, even like playing in the cavern right here, basically before being, you know, taken in by Brian Epstein, their manager, uh, they, um, Take getting rid of those leather jackets and get the suit and tie look more presentable, more. Yeah. Of it. Cool. Now, what's your other? So uh I had history another. History? I,
1: had a, I had a history one. So, if you wanted to do the sports one first, you can do the history one. Oh
0: yeah, I'm ready for that one. Um, so what was the sports one again? So the sports one. What I understand in 1984, this day, okay. in in history. Uh, in the in the NFL, the owners passed an anti-celebrating rule. So basically, whenever somebody uh, takes a touchdown, you know, uh, there were a lot of regulations, and over time, this got more and more stringent, more strict. That's right. That's um, right. And one of the plays that I want to show you, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to mute it right now, right? right. But uh, I'll describe it the best way that I can. So back in <laughs> 2003. You got Joe Horn, right? Um, New Orleans versus the Giants in 2003. So you're going to take a look at exactly. So New York Giants are at seven. uh, New Orleans are uh, at 10 right now. And so here you're going to see this fantastic touchdown. I'm going to take out this audio. Could you actually hear that? I don't think so. Okay, well, that's good because it kind of scared me a little bit. He got the touchdown right yeah, there, the touchdown. and what he did was he's he's grabbing a cell phone that he hid at the end, uh-huh. and I don't know if he's actually calling somebody if it's just for show because he got the flip phone right there.
1: <laughs> so he pulls a flip phone out of yeah. the pylon of the yeah. He hid that that's great that's really funny yeah but the the, um i guess because people just thought it was kind of defaming or like you know kind of a prideful messed up thing when people celebrated so then they they did all these rules back then and then it definitely got Mm -hmm. more and more strict as Mm -hmm. as the, the seasons kind of unfolded that's so funny i can't believe someone did that i've never
0: seen that clip before no um I'm not too much of a football fan myself. My my family mm-hmm. is uh, a lot more. I pay more attention to swim or baseball. Um, yeah,
1: I've, I've become more into baseball and hockey. I, I liked football when I was a kid because I played in middle school and high school, and loved it. But yeah, I just kind of fell away after I stopped mm-hmm. watching a few seasons. But um,
0: yeah, give me this history one. What's that? Give me this history one.
1: All right, the history one. Let's see. So I thought this was interesting. Okay. So I love, like, war history and the like history of mm-hmm. wars, and especially the, the world wars. And I thought this was kind of cool. So on March 21st, 1943, there was a plot to kill Hitler, and mm-hmm. it was foiled. So this guy who was one of those, like, kind of more nationalist people who, like, was saying, well, Hitler is destroying, you know, the, the country, and is going to shame Germany forever, which obviously he did. But... Um, he had this idea and plot to, to, to take him out. And he desired, he like enlisted somebody to be like a, a suicide bomber. Hmm. To like go up next to him and just blow, blow up. <laughs> okay. It's this pretty, isn't pretty the gruesome. same.
0: This isn't the same as Valkyrie, you know, like the Tom Cruise-based movie. That part. Um, I, I don't
1: think so. I don't okay. Think so. Yeah, because I, I think there was a lot of plots to try to to try to take him out.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, for sure.
1: Yeah, I can't remember how many there were. But so this guy had his, this, this goal. He said, okay, you're going to put all these bombs on. And he was like, Hitler was like making a, a visit to a museum. It was like looking at the stuff there and whatever. And he's like, okay, so you have to stand next to him while he's looking at things. And for 10 minutes, because the fuse was like 10 minutes long or something. And then mm-hmm. that's it. Boom, everyone's going to blow up. Now, the problem was.
0: Didn't time it right.
1: Didn't time it right. No. Hitler was only there for eight minutes. So they had this fuse for 10 minutes, and then after the eight minutes, he left. But then they, he didn't blow up or anything. He like said, you know what, it's not going to work, so screw it, I'm done. <laughs> so they decided to, to give up. <laughs> but is it, what, isn't that crazy? Yeah. like It's nuts that somebody was just like, yeah, I'm going to just blow up this guy. You know,
0: was he working alone, though? He
1: he had people with him, but the the one person who was going to do it was by himself. He didn't want to obviously kill the people.
0: He wasn't so I was, like, in the room. Guy. Right?
1: I who it was, I'm, I can't remember the name, but he like enlisted somebody to go and do it, mm-hmm. but it didn't happen. He, so. he wasn't
0: in the room, right? He just planted it and then had left. Uh, previous, okay. Oh no, how... the guy, the, the, yeah. the bomber. Yeah. yeah, he
1: was. He was in the. room. He was there. Okay. to him. Yeah, the bombs were strapped to him. Wow. So he's gonna. <laughs> okay, you do your thing.
0: Um, yeah, I got a history one. Uh, so this one takes place March twenty first, nineteen seventy five. So I remember in high school, I learned a lot about Ethiopia, mm-hmm. uh, and there were a bunch of uh, at least actually one or two uh, at different points in high school where I there, there were um, there were certain talks that we got about how the state of Ethiopia now. Uh, and how it is. but they got they went briefly into Ethiopia and mentioned briefly that it was a monarchy beforehand mm-hmm. until the 70s. So this is March 21st, 1975. So Ethiopia was a monarchy but was abolished in 1975. So um, previously, you have a guy named Haley Selesi. I'm kind of butchering the name a little bit, uh, but he was the emperor of Ethiopia. He was born, I think in 1892. And then he was, you know, he, I think he died in August 27th of that same year. So he was, uh, so he was the monarchy was abolished in uh, March and then uh, he was imprisoned. Mm. Um, so to give you a little context about like Haley Selesi, he um He's criticized, but also he does have a lot of supporters. So he promoted a lot of uh, cooperation, global cooperation with, you know, Western powers. There's actually a famous pic of him with President Roosevelt, uh, Franklin Delano. Um, And he promised, um, you know, while trying to gain a place on the global stage uh, in abolishing slavery, um, but he really didn't live up to it because I think the economy really depended on it. It was a flu- feudal society, so to speak. Um, so in 28 he, uh, he wasn't emperor just yet. Like Ethiopia faces a coup and it fails. And in 1930 the, there was an empress at the time, so he wasn't emperor yet. there, there was an empress. Um, and she tries to depose him to you know take him off of his role that he currently was at and fails. and then he becomes emperor shortly after. Um, so you know, as a patriarch, um, Ethiopia, you know, his rule depended on that feudal system, you know, which was profited by slavery. Um, but uh, I'm kind and of fat- lied about yeah. yeah,
1: so he was yeah. all about just a of public opinion, make it look yeah. better. A yeah, line,
0: guess, and right? then I'm kind of fast forwarding a little bit, but in the 70s, particularly 1974, there was a really bad famine in Ethiopia um and to extent you know he covered it up a little bit mm. um and then there was a coup against him and he was you know like he was like i said before he was deposed uh imprisoned and he was actually suffocated which mm. is the, i think the way he died by military personnel oh, wow. yeah but as far as like accomplishments go uh why people do support him he modernized ethiopia mm. um and there was also talks of him you know, appealing to the League of Nations was kind of like set him up when he was, uh, when Ethiopia was invaded. Um, yeah. And he's still remembered for that today by appealing to the League of Nations. And um, I think his talk with the League of Nations actually forms the basis for the song War by Bob Marley. I'm not a huge Bob Marley fan, but um, if we listen back to that song, I think that's basically where the influence came from. I see. Yeah. It's no,
1: it's now. It's always neat to learn about like you know, other countries' histories and all that stuff. I, I, I love it, mm-hmm. I love it. So and I feel like that's something that's happened so much. You know, whenever we look at the past, people always come out because they want to do what's popular and they want to like get on everyone's good side. Mm-hmm. And then meanwhile, this guy was was profiting off of slavery, even though on the outside he was talking about destroying it and mm-hmm. all that. So feel it, feel it. Okay, cool stuff. So that was, what year, what year was that again? This event on March 21st? 75. 75. Mm-hmm. 75. Great. What
0: happened in 75? We pu- finally pulled out a lot of our troops uh, from Vietnam. I just
1: watched Platoon, like, gosh, three, three or four weeks ago. Have you ever seen Platoon before?
0: I have not seen Platoon. Is that Charlie Sheen?
1: Oh, yeah. Charlie Sheen, Lane Defoe, um, the other guy. <laughs> it was rough man yeah it's always hard to watch to be honest when did that come 1986
0: Nin- what's that when did that year come out uh the movie came out 86 uh, i'm not sure i'm not sure
1: i might i might have been later but right? I mean, look at that power yeah. power of google right
0: power of google tracks our data but we need it
1: yeah 86 you're right 1986
0: i'm very good with years you will find yeah i guess so i guess so that's great but,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked it. I really liked it. They had a song, that the main like theme that kind of kept playing. There's a, um, it's a classical work called... Um,
0: classical in a Vietnam movie, huh? How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. You all like,
1: Barber. Gosh, what's the movie Because you
0: always have, like, textbook songs. Like, you know, Apocalypse Now. You've got The End by the Doors. You've right. got, uh, of course, Fortunate Son.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, Samuel Barber, I want to say the Adagio for Strings. That's it. Okay. Adagio for Strings. Now, my college did this in a, in a concert once, and it's a beautiful piece, but it's agonizing. You know, and it was like the perfect mm-hmm. song for this. And in the beginning of it, like kept playing, and it's just kind of this like flowing uh, buildup of like minor this and like mm-hmm. the, the powerful one. And it makes sense because mm-hmm. of what the director was trying to do in the movie to show how awful it was and how terrible yeah. it was. Um, and it kept playing over, over the end, and over again. It's, it's really powerful. Really powerful. Mm. Yeah. So check out Adagio for Strings, all you listeners, and watch Platoon if you want to. This is before Charlie Sheen was saying.
0: Entertainment. Where's the entertainment, guys? Speaking. Speaking of uh, forms of media, I think it's time that we start talking about a little bit what has been looming large uh, in anticipation for like the last two years or so, and finally came out. Um, just recently was the Snyder Cut.
1: Yes, that's right. I heard about this. I heard about this. Now, I have to be honest, Joe. I'm not the biggest DC guy. I don't think I've seen any of the modern DC cinematic universe. I've done everything with Marvel. In here. But you
0: like? Yeah. But I remember in college we would watch yeah, that but... old animated uh, Justice League show. Yeah, I was say that. That's
1: probably the only thing that I like yeah. really watched was that like old, you know, the old animated Justice League there.
0: Watch for Wonder Woman, didn't you?
1: Oh uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> as a young, as a youth, as a young I used to I watched that. I remember when that was on TV. My yeah. brother and
0: I used to watch that. We what would it be on Cartoon Network they put it on? Yeah, yeah. I think they maybe tsunami or oh no, I guess they call it name. tsunami. But, you're right, you're right. At uh, yeah. when would tsunami come on? At like nine o'clock at night.
1: Gosh, I don't remember. Yeah, it was
0: you have that little robot, blue robot yeah, on the yeah, spaceship.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. I want to say it was like Fridays. I feel like it was definitely the evenings. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we watched like all those like old animes. And
0: they yeah. had it on Netflix for a while. Is it still on there? I'm not sure. I'm not sure.
1: I might. I might not be. I don't know who owns uh DC properties. So I guess Warner Brothers, right? They own
0: all the must things. be. Yeah, I think so. But um. Yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah, I haven't I haven't seen this. Mm-hmm. I heard that the original Justice League was bad, like the twenty seventeen. Yeah,
0: I gotta be honest with you too. I saw Man of Steel on cable a year after it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was probably twenty fourteen ish. Uh And I I really liked Man of Steel. Like it. It. I think it does have a lot of positive, uh, like a lot of praise for that mm-hmm. movie. But in Snyder's movies, it seems like he's got. Uh, a certain like there's always going to be haters of that movie it's not it doesn't have like universal praise like his movies maybe 300 Mm. but um i loved man of steel i loved the ending uh you know the ending definitely shocked me when he you know twisted general zod's neck Mm. um it doesn't really seem like a superman thing but it seems like an up-and-coming thing like he's still learning And and then you have in Batman v Superman, which sparked a lot more controversy. Batman was my favorite part of that movie. I saw that movie twice in theaters. Mm. I liked it and I never saw the ultimate edition, like the director's cut. But from what I hear, people love that even more. Mm. Uh, Like it fixes a lot of the plot holes. Because when I saw that theatrical trailer, I was really excited for it. Batman and Superman fighting. And then you have like a five minute fight. Oh, right, right, I'm like, right, come right. on. We yeah. all came for that fight and it happened. Like, in that yeah, short,
1: yeah, no good. And so,
0: and so, by the end of it, because it's a fairly long movie two hours and like 40 minutes ish, hmm. uh, I understood one of the people why they wanted to harm the other party. I think I understood why, um, Batman wanted to harm Superman because Superman, hmm. uh, you know, hurt Gotham City or Metropolis, whatever city they were in, I forget. And then you have, I don't know why Superman wanted to harm the Batman. Mm. It was not clear to me. Maybe in the Ultimate Edition, um, it fixes that. Yeah, it was yeah, not yeah. clear at all to me. Maybe, because right. I've seen it a bunch of times. Maybe I'm just, you know, you know dense in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and they were clear about it. But um, yeah, Batman, yeah, it was clear. And he had clear set motivation. But Superman, mm. he just decided one of these days that like, i'm not gonna like the batman and he's like I'm, like stop being the batman bury it mm. but i love the line do you bleed oh nice, nice. that was very awesome cool. yeah, um yeah, yeah. and then you have wonder woman which was probably I my did, favorite
1: yeah i did see wonder woman yeah did we watch it no we didn't watch it together
0: no no, no I, I actually watched good. it alone in theaters
1: oh wow very cool yeah that was good i, I couldn't actually,
0: wait i, I could yeah. not wait
1: that was a good one uh, and so yeah was... i have seen i have seen a, 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 a dc movie I've seen yeah. that one and now, I... now the, the batman trilogy the christopher nolan with christian bale yeah, yeah. that doesn't count there's nothing like in that universe no but... no yeah okay so i watched that and like that one
0: because that's the gold standard <laughs> that is the yeah, gold standard Definitely. Um, in my opinion.
1: Yes, and um, Wonder Woman. What you liked to, you, you liked Wonder Woman? I liked
0: Wonder Woman and then I think Suicide Squad came out like the year before that. I did oh, not okay. see it. I liked the trailer. I think everybody was pretty much on board. You know, letter mm-hmm. Leto's Joker, even though his design with like the damage tattoo on the front, mm-hmm. I didn't really like that. And you know he had the grills. Yeah, 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 yeah. What kind of joker does that, man? I, I don't know. get it. Um and I heard that that script was only written for Suicide Squad in six weeks, which just shows I didn't mind the character choices, uh-huh. but a six-week script—no wonder it like was awful. Right, right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. They they're doing another. That, they're doing another Suicide Squad, so I heard that might be better. Mm, there you go. Um, okay. And then that kind of leads us up to, you know, Justice, Justice League right League. right after Wonder Woman. But well, when,
1: when did Aquaman come out? Was that
0: before that? It came out, I think, in 2018. Yeah. So it was after. Yeah, after. Um, and it was kind of a lighter tone. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely like very bright colors. Uh, mm-hmm. I think with Aquaman, I remember I sent you like a text yeah. um, of that scene um, <laughs> with Willem Dafoe, back to Willem Dafoe, and you have a young version of Jason Mamoa's character. And it is the worst acting I have ever, ever seen that's right you, i will i will action? i will re- <laughs> See, so you'll be willem defoe like he's just being like all calm and stoic Yay. and then you just have like a huge revelation a huge dramatic scene where his his mother was executed i have not actually seen aquaman just like a couple scenes here and there mm-hmm. but you have this kid actor probably get another no other job in hollywood after this scene <laughs> god, god bless him but um, like he he might have had like so many good takes but they just chose like the first take
1: yeah like the
0: worst one (laughs) like a huge dramatic revelation and he just does this face are you saying they executed her because she had me (laughs) with like his gaping mouth just all disgusted because she had me yeah
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) unbelievable man if yeah. you were ever immersed into a movie, that just reversed.
1: Ruins it, takes it out, yeah, ruins the immersion. All right. So then the original Justice League, what was yeah. your
0: So in 2017, from what I understand, um, you have a lot of footage, of course, that is filmed by uh, Mr. Snyder himself. Mm. Um, but I think because of family tragedy, his, uh, his daughter had un- unfortunately committed suicide, oh. um, which would break anybody right um definitely and right. i don't know like the the details of it all but he uh, um left the project after it was basically already filmed his his right. version um
1: and then and josh then, and then whedon, yeah josh right.
0: whedon uh, who Josh whedon not josh Josh whedon came into the mix who had filmed age of ultron avengers and the original avengers so a very accomplished director I actually like Age of Ultron more than the original Avengers. I don't know. I'm kind of in the minority really? there. Yeah. What? I think there's a lot more character development in that one. It's a lot of setups for the next movie, but I don't care. It made me appreciate it more after the other Avengers movies. I liked
1: the enemy of... I, I liked Ultron a lot,
0: mm-hmm. but yeah.
1: the movie itself, I wasn't too big on. There's a lot of like really slow scenes I thought.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, fair. I understand like, there's yeah. a lot of
1: like, good development that happened during those, but like when they all went back to... Hawkeye's house and just chill there. It's kind of it's kind of weird. I
0: didn't mind that. Like it actually showed. Like it's set up for Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's true. That's Cap, Captain America, destroying yeah. that, yeah, like rip, ripping uh, it in half. Yeah.
1: It's
0: a it's a great quote. Every every time someone tries to win a war before it starts, innocent people die. I love that quote. That's That's a good love point. that quote. Um, yeah. But Joss Whedon, great great movies here mm. and uh, here and there. I don't know if he's uh, done anything else. past. I'm not really an expert on him, but. Uh, he he stepped in, made his mark or his stain, as a lot of people thought, uh, like he went to the corner, as you did before. He whizzed over everything. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anywho. <laughs> So, oh, yeah, he, he makes his mark, but he tries to make it, and I think a lot of people noticed, tried to make it more like Avengers. So nice. it was a lot less, a um, uh, less, lot less dark, mm-hmm. um, more humor mixed in. In my opinion, he made Batman like the butt of a joke. Oh, really? Uh, Batman smiled in this movie for the first time ever in Batman history. <laughs> actually, no, actually, no, the first time Batman, I ever see him smile you remember the Michael Keaton movies? You know, you have the, yes. the the two Michael Keaton movies and then you have Joel Schumacher with Batman Forever. Not a bad movie, but mm-hmm. you know, he's he he like makes out with Nicole Kidman, who was like fresh in her career in, in the mid 90s. She right. kisses him and she says, "I love this man named Bruce Wayne," who obviously Batman is Bruce Wayne. He just turns around and he just goes like <laughs> the goofiest looking smile in the world but it's very campy so i'll I'll give it a pass but for something like justice league with a ben affleck serious batman like he smiles Mm. just like with his gaping hold mouth and teeth
1: right right yeah
0: (laughs) just so weird man like you don't batman is supposed to be dark and mysterious like we know now this is basically uh, Christopher Nolan movies on where you don't make Batman into a joke unless you're Adam West yeah, that's fine exactly. um, yeah, so yeah. this movie like they they made it less dark color palette wise mm-hmm. it just you could see so much detail and Batman's suit just looked like he looked not ripped right. he just looked kind of like Fat Man big,
1: big. <laughs> I, th- I,
0: th- I think they did reshoots too and Ben Affleck didn't look the same as ripped right. um
1: did um quick question did yeah. this batman the ben affleck one did he have the the neck connection like the man's his helmet was like where he couldn't like move his neck
0: it's not like a helmet it's more like a cowl i think like, right, right, I, like I, think he, he, I think i think he can helmet, like the, i think he can move it more so than like the first you, you get, you get batman Begins, begins first movie. Like, yeah like christopher <laughs> nolan's christopher nolan's first batman movie like that's how it was for you know uh right. christian bale like
1: yeah, you could. Michael Keaton's
0: true. Batman. Yeah, so they upgraded that, I think, in Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think he has a lot more maneuverability. Ben Affleck's Batflex. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk Snyder cut. So sure. this movie is not two hours like Snyder, uh, uh, like it was remade in Joss. Joss's cut, the the Justice cut, as people <laughs> call it. Uh-huh. Um, this movie is four hours. You. Four hours? Longer than Titanic. Four hours and two minutes. No, no, no. Let let me check right here.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's a long movie.
0: Length of Snyder Cut. Four hours. Yep. Here we go. Enjoy this. Four hours and two minutes. That's That's crazy. Zack Snyder's Justice League. (laughs) So I watched this like two days ago. Um, It had come out, I think, on Thursday. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, watched it with a few friends and I was very excited for this movie basically because it had such a cold following. You have all these people that know of Snyder's movies. He has a certain style and it's Joss does not have the same style as Zack Snyder. When you see that come out into the woodwork and Warner Brothers pushed this movie through with a different director, uh, a little bit after the first justice league movie came out, people were saying release the Snyder Cut because they know that this is not his vision. Mm-hmm. And he was able to flesh it out in four hours and two minutes. And you know, that his vision has been realized. And I, I got to say, this is a win for the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people uh, higher up were saying that this movie did not exist, mm-hmm. which to, I say, I always believed in the Snyder cut. I'm only a casual DC fan, But I know, like, based on other Snyder movies that I've seen, like, I think this is a win for the fans. Plus, also, I'd never watched the full Justice League 2017 movie. And this was by choice. I tried watching it on cable in 2018 when it came out. My mom loved it. She was like, you gotta watch this movie, Joe. And I was like, fine. I heard it was awful, but I'll try it. I'll humor you. So I watched it and i could not get past like the 20 25 minute mark. Oh, wow. what did it for me was uh, of course the horrible color palette and the wisecracking jokes uh, by people i don't know if it was just batman the flash was awful mm-hmm. um, and what really did it in for me this one thing batman is trying to recruit aquaman in some sea fair, uh, sea, sea village mm-hmm. some fishing village and you know aquaman's refusing uh the call uh to adventure sure. and there are a bunch of people behind Bruce Wayne and what did aquaman say he says yeah dressed like a bat I mean this is this is my um this is my Jason Momoa impression dressed <laughs> like a bat he's in the water you're out of your mind Bruce Wayne like in front of um like a bunch of people <laughs> oh no <laughs> like maybe i think this is very 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 far away and so people don't know who like bruce wayne is like these people right. are cut off from society so i can give it that mm. because what happens was i was hoping to i was hoping to god that this scene was not in the snyder cut mm. it was
1: oh it was oh
0: I was immediately uh, initially disappointed, but then when I thought about it, I think there was some one-off line, or like these people like don't know, um, like don't know the outside, like so. And plus, Bruce Wayne had a beard, uh, and I think from what I saw, like the the dress like a bat line was uh, kind of just to each other, just to the two characters, so other people couldn't hear. But if he said you're out of your mind, Bruce Wayne. If people heard that and didn't know who Bruce Wayne was, at least his identity wasn't. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I um, that's so that's I, I can forgive it in the Snyder Cut. Right. Right.
1: So and now, did, they, did the four hours? Did it feel like four hours, or was it like like good? So
0: I started watching the movie around like six o'clock at night, six thirty, okay. and then four hours later, so ten ten 1030, ten thirty. I uh, took a little uh, bathroom break in the middle, of the two hour mark. Mm. I fell asleep. Um I like the movie. Uh I oh. fell asleep for about, maybe about 5 or 10 minutes around the 3 hour mark. Okay. Uh and I missed just a little bit uh this is me getting of course in the spoiler territory once you get like dark side mm. seeing a little bit of that. Right. Uh it was really really uh cool to wake up to then kind of be like jolted because <laughs> by that point the the whole movie is like in six parts. You know you got intro Part one, part two, part two point five, part three, point, not really. Uh, you have six parts and there's like an epilogue at the very end of it. Okay. So it's very much um he he went all in. No, that's, that's, good. Um, that's good. It's a darker looking movie, mm. um, no wisecracking jokes. He's mm. able to flesh out a lot of characters. Aquaman is very much fleshed out. Right. Cyborg, you know, he's not just there like right, in the right in the 2017 version. Flash is not making these wise crack jokes as much. Mm-hmm. He, they're all very, very much, like you can tell their personalities and you know, you root for them.
1: That's good. Yeah, so I guess that's the, the reason why they probably made it longer is so mm-hmm. that they can do that. They can flush out the arcs mm-hmm. of the stories and the backgrounds, so get, get a good feel for each character as opposed to just, well, oh, they're here now and they're gonna they do stuff like, you know, that kind of mentality. Yeah, they
0: very much came together. Um, you know, with it being four hours and two minutes, I don't think there's any indi- It sets it up for a sequel perfectly mm-hmm. um, at the very end, um, which I'm very much in favor for. And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people who wanted this, Warner Brothers should be listening. So they should put out another movie. In my humble opinion, I think it would very much uh, set them up for success. Very nice. Very nice. That's great. That's
1: great. Yeah. Yeah. Because the. Um it's exciting to see yeah i was you know reading articles and looking at reviews and watching the trailer and i'm really excited about Snyder mm-hmm. Cut. so i would like to definitely watch it and to mm-hmm. fall back into it again so we'll see what happens
0: yeah i think my main critique of the movie is that there's a lot of slow-mo just like 300 a lot of brooding
1: oh okay yeah,
0: uh which which is okay but i feel like in some instances you know how like in the hero's journey the hero you know there's like Luke Skywalker, he refuses the hero's journey. Uh, like I can't get involved. I gotta be a farmer. I got I got work to do. I gotta be with Uncle Ben. <laughs> and then when his, uh, when something tragically happens uh, to his um, to his family, then he comes to comes to the call to right. adventure. With Aquaman, he refuses the call like four times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's just not meant to be the hero. He's Once every hour. <laughs>
0: I mean, he's not, like, the best way that I can describe it, I really liked Aquaman in this movie. He's very much a serious guy. Mm. Uh, in the original Justice League, he was basically Chad Bro. Mm. Um, And the best way that I could do that, he was very much fawning over Wonder Woman. I mean, who wouldn't, you know, it's Gal Gadot, she's beautiful. But they didn't do that at all. They didn't do, like, the 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 commentary with uh, with Flash, uh, like she's so beautiful and stuff like that. Like oh, they, just, they they took away the stuff that wasn't needed for mm-hmm. wisecrack and jokes. I keep saying wisecrack, wisecrack, <laughs> wisecrack, um, um, and put in what was necessary uh, in order to build up these characters. Yeah, I and that. I definitely think that Dark Side is a much better Thanos, because Thanos yeah. he, he's just been a meme at this point. I know,
1: that's true. That's true. Reality that's true. can be
0: whatever I want.
1: Yeah, I was reading some reviews and people said that too, that they thought it was better as like a Thanos than Thanos was. Mm-hmm. was more brooding and all this whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's hard to say. Hard to say. I love Endgame. I loved it. I and liked then, Infinity, uh, War Infinity War better. I loved Infinity that War was very... Infinity War, that ending was perfect. Yeah. Perfect. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, like it just it set you up perfectly to what was next. And I remember just feeling like, so like, wow, like the bad guy won, you yeah. know? Like how many movies does that have? Like not very many.
0: It's basically like their version of Empire, Empire yeah. Strikes Back. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Had that thought. And that's so cool. That's so cool that they do that. And I remember just leaving there like, wow, this is amazing. And of course, Claire is like, she loves her happy ending. So she's like, oh, man, like this, you know, wasn't too good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You got a favorite Marvel movie?
1: I, wow. Well, probably be, it would be between um, Winter Soldier
0: mm.
1: and Thor Ragnarok probably. Outside Ragnarok, of like the main Ragnarok, it's probably, okay. en, en, probably Endgame or Infinity War is like number mm-hmm. one. But like out of the, the regular mainline because yeah. Ragnarok is so funny. Yeah. And like, it's, like, it's just literally like a straight comedy. Like it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And then the winter soldier is just like, I love action scenes and Mm -hmm. um, everything about that movie is just so solid.
0: I would agree with you. Yeah. Winter soldier is mine. Um, You know, it really makes you feel uncertainty, which I did not get a lot in a lot of the Marvel movies, fear and uncertainty because captain America eventually is just working alone and for a time he couldn't even trust black widow made it so so interesting and with the twist and turn that uh spoiler it's been out since 2014 so watch it uh (laughs) you have uh shield being actually hydra i know that's crazy like when i saw that for the first time i could not believe what i was hearing yeah, 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 um so with that being said you have a dynamite cast robert redford classic
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah fantastic actor definitely yeah and that was one of the pluses of quarantine was claire and i we watched the whole mcu um and it was really cool to see that because when, when all these movies came out i never really watched them in order it was always kind of mm-hmm. random sporadic whatever i'm hearing that oh this one's really good you should watch iron man 3 so we watch it and then some other ones would come out, and then you'd get these connections between the movies. Um, and I never really understood it at first when it was coming out, but to, to watch them all back-to-back, to, back, to like recognize the characters in between and to see how literally every single episode, every single movie was like connected in some beautiful way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, so good. So,
0: yeah, no studio has been able to successfully uh, copy or you know improve upon what Mm -hmm. the MCU has done. I feel like right at this Mm -hmm. point in time, there's a void. I mean, maybe that happened because of COVID, but at the same time, there's a void right now. I think after Endgame, you had Spider-Man Far From Home, which is good. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I can't help but feel that Endgame was their peak because highest grossing movie of all time. uh, I mean, they had to release it twice, I think, in order to get that from Avatar. Um,
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: (laughs) I don't think... (laughs) I don't think they're going to, MCU will be able to top that at all. And that leaves the door open for something greater to come. And you don't have Star Wars. Star Wars is dead, by my opinion. More on that another point in time. Um, I'm kind
1: of hopeful, though, that like, I don't know. I know know the circumstances behind this, the Snyder Cut. When I was, when I saw that, like this thing happened and was going to happen, I kind of, in the back of my mind, I was like, I wonder if anyone will like redo Star Wars trilogy, even the trilogy, just to see like do their take on it or whatever. But obviously, it's different circumstances. I'm hoping, like, man. I, like I wish that could happen that like somebody could just remake it, <laughs> just redo it like, in like a better way. You're talking about those recent three.
0: films that came up, Yeah, the most recent
1: films, yeah, 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 yeah. the Ray, the Ray saga. <laughs> I, I wish they would like take the same characters, same actors, and then just remake it,
0: <laughs> please. But, uh, yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, Joe,
1: we had a this is, was a good conversation.
0: Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> so basically, right now, what I want you guys who are listening all to do, please follow us at Feeling Grounded Podcast. One word again, uh, on Instagram. Uh, and if you have any questions, please drop, uh, please drop a question. Drop, drop a Q. Drop a Q. <laughs> In uh, Instagram, or you can also follow us uh, on YouTube. Subscribe, please. Drop a like on I comment uh,
1: keep this discussion going. Yeah. On the, on yeah the like, two. what's your favorite DC Marvel movie in one right. Tell us that in the comments.
0: Yeah. Or if anything else that happened uh, March 21st, I would actually really appreciate uh, another video. <laughs> in your history own lesson. life, cover
1: that. A cool thing that happened on March 21st. <laughs>
0: this happened to me on COVID time. <laughs> Well, or yeah, well, also give me your thoughts uh give us your thoughts on uh basically are you a state that's fully reopened or not what are your thoughts yeah. on that plus also
1: the data right the privacy
0: yeah especially with privacy too i think that's a uh a debate that's going to be like, around for years a to come for
1: people to utilize the information that is on your phone to do statistics and all
0: that yeah follow us at feeling feeling grounded Podcast one word Feeling Grounded Podcast on Instagram and also Feeling Grounded Podcast on YouTube. On the YouTube, drop a cue either on YouTube on this YouTube video or on Instagram too. We'll be able to answer any of your questions that you or just relish in your comments, all your positive praise because I'm sure everyone's going to universally love what we're saying. Um, (laughs) Drop a like and uh, please subscribe. Thank you guys so much uh, for being here on this journey with us uh, because. We love
1: talking. I mean, uh, just, yeah, just and this is, this is episode number one, right? Yeah, this yeah. is a historic moment. Historic moment. We'll see what happens. We'll see what you know what happens in the future and the format of things. You know, we, we desire to like talk about news and like timeline stuff, media, and all that goodness. news. Um, yeah, we want to take everything in a, in a good, positive, happy way. So you can just be a little bit of light in your day through some of the discussions that we have. So if you liked it, like Joe said, love us let us know that you love us please i need affirmation let me know right now
0: (laughs) i need to know love me man
1: not really just kidding all sort of all right right,
0: uh, so reflect on your love of us and make sure that you uh show that positive praise to us we would very much appreciate that and we will see you next time yes bye you guys deuces you got questions You're feeling grounded. We're so cheesy. Bye, everybody. Of course.